welcome to Put a Cork in It, hosted by yours truly, Monica Toby, who has zero credibility in the podcast world, but is trying to make it big. This podcast was created for unfiltered conversation, which always leads to cringy comments, sound advice, and obviously a lot of laughter. So come along for the ride and listen to a podcast that will leave you in a better mood than when you started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode six of Put a Cork in It season two, which is kind of wild. Feels like there's no way it could be six episodes in, but here we are. Um, And it feels extra, extra special this week. And I'll tell you why. It's because Austin is kind of a guest this time around. So if you're new to the podcast, this is going to be like not that big of a deal to you. And I'm sorry. But if you have been a loyal fan this season, this is going to be like your Grammys. Like this is going to be really, really important to you. And I'll tell you why. It's because we have Austin and Carly on the podcast today, AKA, <laughs> AKA the best couple ever that we've been hearing about all six episodes. Well, technically all 12 episodes, including shooting the breeze. And just to put out some stats, um, they've been dating for almost four and a half years. Some of you maybe even said that with me because you've been following along and that's great. So how are you guys doing? Doing great. Living the dream. We're getting stuff done here in Ohio. It's been really rainy and really gross the past uh, couple of days, but you know, just getting closer to Halloween, Thanksgiving and Christmas. So I'm uh, not too bad. Doing pretty well today, Mon. Wow, very optimistic, you guys. I feel like that just put me in a good mood. Not that I was in a bad mood, but I just feel kind of happier now. Um, Okay, so here's what's really tender. I wish that everyone could see my view. It's just, I just get to see these two sitting next to each other. And it just makes me feel like maybe COVID isn't real because you guys get to be together. And even though I don't, it just feels like we're all in the same room. But anywho, let's put my emotions aside. We are going to start off the cast by going back to the beginning. So we need a brief intro into how you guys met, the beginning of the relationship, because if we want to do a deep dive into your guys' whole dating relationship, then we kind of need to know where it all began. So whoever's going to take it away, take it away. Austin's looking confident, so I think he is going to take it away. Yeah, so... Uh, Carly and I grew up in the same hometown, uh, different middle schools, same high school. She didn't really know who I was until her senior year, probably. She was actually probably closer with my brother than she was with me throughout high school, with them both being varsity track stars and whatnot. Um, And then uh, junior year, we have this thing called... um, the CAP program, the Celtic Advisory Program, which Carly's mom actually helped put together. And upperclassmen are paired up together um, and they're in a room with freshmen to kind of like be like their mentors, like help them out with homework and just kind of have fun with them. I was paired up with one of Carly's best friends, Maggie. And, you know, it was probably end of March, early April of my junior year, Carly's senior year. And I was like, Maggie, like, I need a date to prom. Like, I can't just like show up with nobody. (laughs) And she was like, I have the perfect person. (laughs) And um, so 
I knew I was going to ask her out to prom, so it was kind of like, I should probably get to know her a little bit more so like we can have a really fun time um, on prom night and really just enjoy each other's time. So I go over to her house probably like three weeks before prom. And the reason why I went over there is because I had never seen any of the James Bond movies. Um, oh, gosh. They, they have a lot of the old James Bond movies. Um, big thing in their family. So I was like, yeah, sure, I'll come over and watch some James Bond and, uh, you know, we can get to know each other a little bit more. And, like, as the movie started, like, I'm a pretty big movie guy, but I was like, we should probably, like, talk and, like, get to know each other. So we kind of just started talking to one another, like, really bonded over our love for, like, classic rock music, specifically, like, the Eagles. Um, and, like, the movie was just playing in the background and we were just, like, talking and, like, laughing and, like, just like really enjoying each other's company. And I remember leaving that night, like I walked out the front door and I was just like, shoot, like this girl's really cool. And like, I had just gotten out of like a pretty serious and like pretty serious relationship, like a really bad breakup. So like, I wasn't really like looking to get into another relationship, but she kind of just fell into my lap. So it was, uh, I guess you could say God was, was pretty good that day. And then, you know, wow. three weeks later, prom happens. This is the story that I was alluding to in Shooting the Breeze this week. But um, I was waiting for a slow dance song because, you know, that's like when you get real close. And, you know, the song was going. It was like the first slow dance song. And it's stopped playing like 20 seconds and it just went straight back to like rave like dubstep like it was terrible like I was so pissed and I was like all right well there'll be another one like later like I'm sure it'll be fine and then like the group's like hey yeah we all want to leave so we're gonna go and I was like no and like we started walking out and I she's like in front of me and I like pull her back and I'm like I have to ask you something I was like will you be my girlfriend? And she was like, I thought you never asked. Gave her a kiss. We went off into the night. <laughs> and I guess you could say the rest is history. Oh my gosh. I thought this was just going to be you guys dancing to like a really weird old cringy song from like 2015. And here we are, the pull back of the art. I am in disbelief. Now, I'm not going to say, Austin, I never thought you were not smooth, but I'm not going to lie. I don't really see you doing that, so I feel, like, very impressed right now. Carly, were you, like, feeling as if you were in a movie or something? A little bit, yeah, because the funny part was, is, like, I feel like whenever I tell people, like, that story, they're, like, ooh, the classic, like, you met, you, like, went to prom together, like, whatever story, and I remember when we were walking out, Maggie, the one that originally set us up, kind of like side-eyed me. And I was like, I just kind of shrugged my shoulders. And I was like, I don't know, I guess we're leaving. And then right, right when I like turned like away from her, that's when he kind of like pulled me back. And I was like, oh, well, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> 
oh my gosh so there was low-key a vibe that this was supposed to happen so it's mm-hmm. pretty that you did it when you did because Maggie and Carly were about to I don't even know come for you I guess <laughs> they're about to write me well, off I know <laughs> they were like he doesn't have crazy. he doesn't have the courage <laughs> Okay, also, Maggie has to be feeling so good about herself. Oh, she... I would be. To this day, I'm always like, this is all you, just so you know. You're the one that did this. You're the one that set it up. And she's still one of our best friends, like, to this day. Like, she, uh, she's back in Ohio. She was at school in St. Louis. And unfortunately, we didn't get to go visit her there. But now, whenever we're back home, like, in Dublin and stuff, like, she's always the first one that we go see and hang out with. And have a good time with so shout out margie she's the goat shout out margie she is the goat she really worked her magic (laughs) wow now did she walk away with a similar romantic prom situation or no (laughs) she went with carly's twin brother brad (laughs) she she ended up dating my brother for a while which is just a whole nother story but that's kind of why we were still like the best of friends because our whole entire friend group at one point in time just kind of ended up dating each other. So we all like did double dates. We all hung out all the time. So it, we kind of pulled Austin into our little group a little bit. So that was fun. Wow. But yep, the, we did the we youngin. That, that classic prom. I was oh, always yeah. like the token younger friend in like the group, like the kids of, the kids that were older than me. You were friends with so many older, like people older than you too. I was. That's why we accepted you right away. Cause we were like, oh yeah, he's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's earned his way in. He's earned that's it. honestly true. Maybe that's just kind of like the vibe that you give off. I don't know. Well, that's what we talked about when I first came on this podcast back in season one is like, I've just always hung out with older people. Yeah. And Shout you're dating an older <laughs> Shout out season one is right. And now you're dating an older woman. So I don't really know where this pattern ends, but as of right now, you're still <laughs> going on it. The maturity level is like on an on an upswing. So we're just we're just we're just riding that vibe. Really. Yeah. I'm and all absolutely. <laughs> I'm super mature, so <laughs> Oh gosh, I feel like with that we need to transition. Okay, so to all the hopeless romantics out there, you're definitely reflecting on your own prom experiences as I am, and you're thinking, wow, nothing even close. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's like a really good story, you guys. I don't think it's cliche at all. I think it's really interesting that Austin was so determined for it to happen like in the prom building like to me I would think oh it could happen maybe at the end of the prom night in general but you are just very determined which I think is totally your personality like I'm not really shocked by that I was not I was not surprised that's why I think the side I happened because we were like okay like it's kind of weird that like nothing's happened yet like maybe we'll see and then yeah I also you needed the moment and you didn't get the moment but we made our own so it was fine that should be the quote <laughs> be the quote on the, the card for the instagram we <laughs> didn't we, get the moment so we made, we our, made own. our own <laughs> i will say like i love that 
I I even like announced like prom king and queen that night because I was on like the junior cabinet. We really weren't together like a lot of like the prom dance because you had your junior cabinet duties. Yeah, so like I was on the committee that like planned prom. Um like I the only reason I did it was because you got to be you got to be in the tux show, so you got to model tuxes during lunch at school, and then you got to be a men's warehouse rep. So I handed out like coupon cards, and I handed out enough that I got a free rental, and I got a free $600 voucher for anything in the store. So I have a gray suit, and then I did it again for senior year, and I got a navy suit that I still own to this day. For free. What the heck? Yeah, prom was. It was it was okay. good to get two free suits out of it. So <laughs> I thought like I thought you could only do that by doing junior cabinet, and I got out of lunch for a full day one day, got free pizza out of it, and then I got some bonuses at like prom, like got to announce the king and queen, like that was pretty cool. We knew you grew up and played soccer with the queen, Caroline. Yeah. And then Emilio. Mm -hmm. I wrestled with Emilio, so that was kind of cool. But But yeah, really that whole night. We were together when we took pictures. We were together when we, like, first got to the dance. And then, like, halfway through, you disappeared for a little bit. I had to go do my thing. You had to go do your thing. And then you came back. And then we were like, okay, we're going to go, like, go get food and, like, go do after prom things. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. Wow. Truly a renaissance man. Yeah, the boys did that at my high school, too, and they thought they were the coolest people around, walking around in suits (laughs) at lunch, like, handing out these coupons that no one was going to use because it was too close to prom (laughs) anyway, (laughs) and, I mean, it definitely was a good experience. Like, that is so something that is definitely worth it, but, wow, what a flex on prom. I mean, geez. I don't know All what right. to say. I mean, shout out to I, I don't. Um, <laughs> shout out to yeah, Jordan, I don't think... 2016 Dublin Jerome High School. Pretty pretty cool oh. group. Pretty cool group of gals and two guys. So it was uh, yeah, we, a experience. <laughs> we hope the cabinet of 2016 is listening. Okay, so we're really glad. Hope you're all doing well. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. Let's tag them when we post this. I'll tag. I'll tag. <laughs> okay, great. Um, okay, so I'm gonna transition from the prom topic just because I'm starting to have some um, some weird memories come to mind that I just think we need to move on from. So here's a here's a question that even though we make fun of Austin for flexing on how long you guys have been dating, like it's my favorite thing to do. I'm wondering, like, especially because you mentioned Austin that you were in a relationship kind of serious beforehand and Carly were you in a relationship before this too I had been in like a very brief one beforehand but like it I wouldn't say that it like ended like badly or anything it just was like a very like brief like over like the summer into the fall kind of thing summer fling question mark summer fling question mark I guess you could call it that yeah they're big on the summer fling. Yeah. <laughs> I love a good summer fling. <laughs> but up until then, like, I I was not really, like, looking for a relationship. I was just in search of a prom date. 
<laughs> and also to everyone out there, we started dating like weeks before she graduated and I still had another year of high school. Like yeah. she was going off to college. Like that's not typical. Mm-mm. We could get in, we could even get into like the long distance and stuff of it of the year, but I mean it was so yeah, that's a tough time to start dating. That's like really no man's land. And people usually avoid that. Oh, yeah. Went straight on into the storm. We did. We went full head on into that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the reason that I asked that was like, when you guys became official at prom, um, like the days after that, were you thinking, okay, I'm really... I'm thinking this is going to be a long-term thing. Was that kind of like an inkling that you guys had? Or were you guys like, oh, let's just see how it goes. Like, maybe we'll date into college when I leave and Austin's still in high school. Like, or did you just have this feeling that it was probably going to be, you know, sometimes you know, like, yeah, I bet we'll date for a while and I don't really know what would end it, I guess. I would say that, like, we since it was like my senior year, like I knew already that I was like going to come to Miami. I knew that I was going to be running cross country and track here. I knew I was going to have like a pretty full like course load and stuff like that, but never really like we in the months, like before that I like left for school, we had like, we graduated, we had like a whole slew of stuff happen. Um, I actually lost my mom in that summer. Um, and so she passed away and it was just like a whole like whirlwind of like the end of senior year that like moving to a completely new place by myself with trying, well with Brad, yes, my brother went here too. So that was like a little like nice thing, but then we ended up like just like being in a completely new place and we kind of knew that we were going to have to like think about it and like talk about it once like the summer ended. But to be completely honest, we, I honestly don't remember us ever sitting down and like having a conversation like, Oh, are we going to continue to date? We just kind of said like, Oh, okay. See you in a month. (laughs) And I like, right before I left, I remember like we, we were, we were sitting in my car in, or his car in my driveway, like the night before I left for school. And I was like crying. I was like really emotional. And I like turned over and I looked at him and I was like, I just want to tell you that I love you and that I'll see you in a month. And like, that was like the extent of like, and he was like, yep. Okay, cool. I love you too. See you in a month. Cause that was like my one stipulation was when I left for school, I was like, I want to have a month adjustment period. And then you can come visit me. Cause I just knew that it was just going to be a crazy, crazy time. And like we FaceTimed, we called, we texted all the time, but like, honestly, we never really had a conversation like, Oh, are we going to keep this going? We just kind of were like, okay, see you in a month. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Can I just say right on to the month thing? That is incredible. I love that. And like, no one would do that. Oh, that is so smart. And dare I say might be the reason you guys are still together today. Who knows? Because 
when people just continue to be really um, intertwined with the person they're dating at school and like they visit the first weekend, then you don't even get to make your own like perception of where you went to school or if you didn't go to school where you moved to, you know? So mm-hmm. I think that was so smart as a senior in high school, Carly. That's crazy that you were able to like separate the two and be like, this is going to happen. Were you offended, Austin? Um, I was probably a little like, it's kind of like an arbitrary thing. Like why, like one month exactly. Like, I was just like, I want to come visit. Like, I want to see you. So like, whatever it takes. I mean, I'm, I'm down. Like that month was not fun. Like it was full of a lot of stressful things. Like Carly was going to like her first like college parties. And like, I was, I just got out of like a really bad relationship where I didn't have a lot of trust with that person. And it was just like, not that I didn't trust her. It was just like, I don't know if I trust other people, you know? So, I mean, that, that took a lot, but to say like offended, like, no, I wouldn't say I was offended. I think it was a good call. You know, I'm always playing catch up being the younger person, like trying to do like these things. So I don't know. I'm kind of just used to it at this point. Um, we're kind of on an even playing field now because she came back for her master's. So we're going to be like finishing school at the same time. Like she could, she could have been in Seattle or Cleveland right now um, working, but you know, thank God she's still here in Oxford because I don't know what would have happened. Like that would have been a whole new test of distance. Yeah. (laughs) Two hours away seemed like a lot now. It is, I do agree. It is nice to be back for like another year because now we are on that like even playing field. So now we like have the opportunity to like graduate at the same time, like experience kind of like those things together because we never, we didn't really get to even after like high school and stuff like that. And even just like across like the past couple of years, like there's just been like some milestones that like I've reached before him but like we've still had that opportunity to like kind of like be together through them. So that's been really fun too. Yeah. But there was no conversation like, Hey, like, do you want to keep dating or like something? Like, it was just like, I was like, Hey, like, I want to help you like pack up. Like I'll even be there in the morning to send you off. And she was like, no, you don't have to wake up that early. Just like the night before is fine. (laughs) I was like, okay, that kind of hurts, but all right. (laughs) Um, But I mean, yeah, I mean, I came a month later. We had been dating for four or five months at that point. I vividly remember we got so high for dinner. It's like still my favorite spot on campus. We ate it in my hammock out by... um, is that formal gardens? Yeah, formal gardens. Mm-hmm. Set up my hammock over there. Like it even started to rain on us a little bit, and we were like, "We gotta get inside." And like, <laughs> but that was uh, that was part of the memories. And then like even the going on from then, like it wasn't. We probably like the longest I would go without seeing her was probably like three to four weeks at a time. Like either. I would see her at a meet or like one of her cross country meets or she came home one time, um, which was hard because she didn't have a car. So she was lucky enough to come home one time. Mm -hmm. And then I would just go down and visit. I remember 
I remember taking off school on a Friday and driving down Thursday night and surprising her. Um, I like waited outside the dorm to like let, get somebody to let me in. And someone was like, did you forget your key? And I'm like, I'm actually surprising my girlfriend. I just didn't want to tell her I was here, but it was freezing outside. And I'm like sitting on the bench outside the dorm, like with a duffel bag and like my winter coat. <laughs> Some girl was so kind to like let me in. And I like, oh, it, that was a great surprise. I, it was a great surprise because I had absolutely no clue. I think we had like just gotten back from like a meet like the night before or like that like day it was a it was like a friday or something right that was a thursday night, it was a thursday one. okay wait then i'm thinking probably of another time but i like was wa i remember i was walking down the hallway because i was gonna go down and like knock on like one of the door like one of my friend's doors like down the hall or something and i turned the corner and he was just standing there and i was like <laughs> my jaw hit the floor i think i had my water bottle in my hand and i like dropped it like <laughs> I had she no lived on idea. The, she lived on the second floor of a dorm, and I just had the window open so I could hear when people were coming into, like, the front door, and I heard her, and I was like, oh, nice, she's here. Like, yeah, okay. I had, so, like, no idea. Normally, she would turn right and, like, go down her hallway to her room, and I was, like, on the left, like, kind of back, and I was just, like, kind of waiting. And I, ha and I, I did. Like, I happened to turn left because I was going down to the, yeah. the guy's door, the cross-country door. So that was funny. That was cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Even even came and surprised her on our one year. I drove down like 7 a.m. the day after my senior prom to like come visit her. Mm -hmm. um, I, that I was on crutches. I remember that. <laughs> There's a really oh good video gosh. on Twitter of him surprising me because my one of my teammates knew he had talked to her and she had gone and uh she had texted me that morning and said, hey, I have like something for you, like something from the coaches. And so she had pulled up, she was an upperclassman, she had pulled up in front of our dorm and we were going to breakfast. And she like walked, like I like walked out and I was like, oh, like what is it? Like we're headed to breakfast. And she handed me roses. And she was like, Austin wanted to tell you happy anniversary. And I was like, already like kind of sad, like, oh, it's like our one year, like we're not together. Like I can't go home, like whatever. And then I, she handed me the roses. She like pulled out her phone and I was like, oh, are you going to take a picture of me to send to him? He'll really like that. And she was like, uh-huh. Yeah. And then I like turned around and he was like coming at me. I was like crutching like yeah. <laughs> 30 yards away. <laughs> I had a stress fracture. Oh my gosh. That was brutal, yeah. but it was a cute moment for sure. Oh yeah. So we we did we made it work in that like one year that like we weren't like together, and then when he found out that he was gonna actually like come to Miami, that was a really that was really exciting because I knew he was like, I like we made sure I was like, all right, you're not coming here like just for me, right? Like you're gonna like you're coming here because like this is where you want to be. And when he said yes, and then he ended up coming and moving in and everything, it was just so nice to, like, have him just, like, a two-minute walk down the way. Like, it was great. So the freshmen get, like, randomly placed in a dorm. I couldn't have been placed closer to Carly's dorm, like, when she was a sophomore and I was it a was freshman. Like, yeah, so it, it was, like, the like, dorm right next door. <laughs> it was awesome. 
Oh my gosh. I think including me, everybody listening's jaws just off on the floor. I like wish that I could telephone someone listening right now and be like, How are you feeling about this? I'm feeling all the feels. Um, I think that's honestly really cool because I've always thought it was so weird when people had this conversation of, All right, we're breaking up in August, but let's date until then. Like I like that you guys just went through it and just kind of took it Carl was like yep I'm not breaking up with you but also I don't really want you to come see me so here's when you're allowed to love that love that energy um but then I also think you guys killed it I mean Austin again high school senior you could have been bopping around with all your friends doing stupid stuff and you, I feel like you balanced that out. Do you feel like you ditched all your friends your senior year, if you're being honest, or do you think you did balance it out? A lot of my friends graduated the year before me, so senior year was actually, like, kind of a struggle. Um, like, number one, I was trying to go D1 in track. I got an offer from Miami, and that's why I came to Miami. Uh, I was offered a spot on the track team, um, so that was in it why I ended up coming to Miami was the only school that offered me a spot that was D1. And I was like, I don't want to do this if it isn't D1. So I, I didn't really hang out with like the best group of friends. Uh, and when I say that, like kids who are making like the smartest decisions in high school, um, I kind of said like, Hey, like guys, like I can't do this anymore. Like I'm trying to like do sports in college. Like I can't be doing stupid stuff. Um, so I kind of, like, those were kids that, like, were in my grade, but I definitely wasn't as close with them as I was with the kids that were older than me. So I kind of, like, made, like, a whole new group of friends. Um, excuse me. Some of my friends are still some of my greatest friends today. Like, when I go home, like, these two, uh, Lucas, one of my really good buddies, who is actually a senior here at Miami, too, and then Lauren, um, who is one of my really good friends and our families are actually really good friends now too. Um, they're like the main people I will hang out with when we all go home for breaks and whatnot. So I would say that while I did like balance like high school and then like coming to visit Carly, like it was definitely like a more adversity ridden path than like I could have taken. Um, but I knew it was for the best. I knew like everything was going to work out and, you know, here we are. I mean, I don't regret anything. So if I had to say, did I do a good job balancing? I would say, I think I did, but if I didn't, it got me here. So that's all right. Yeah. No, I think the variables that you just shared made it sound like you weren't just like blowing off your friends and also, like I think sports actually probably helped Carly not be totally about you as well which is really cool because I've just watched a lot of friends be all about their boyfriend or other way their girlfriend that's still in high school and just miss a lot of college their first year and so I think that was kind of a built-in protection for you too of you had awesome like friends and teammates and you were like forced to be busy with that that you couldn't be spending all your time like driving back or like getting some type of extravagant plan to like go back to Dublin and then come back, you know? Mm -hmm. She didn't have a car. Yeah, I didn't have a car freshman or sophomore year. 
well, I guess sophomore year didn't really matter, but I didn't have a car here. And so um, anytime that I like went home, it was either because I got a ride with some friends home or like my dad would come and get me. And a lot of the time too, if we were going to go home, I had to like kind of coordinate with my brother too. Cause like if we, if I was going to go home, Brad was going to come home too. Like that's just kind of how it worked. And so we had to like figure out, okay, like, can we go home on a Friday? Can we go home on a Saturday? Like if I do go home, am I only going to be home on like Sunday? Because I had a meet already that weekend. So I definitely think that being busy, like freshman year, like with school, with track, with travel, with everything, it, I think it was a blessing in disguise because we both were kind of able to like focus on ourselves while also like maintaining our relationship. Like it wasn't our relationship all the time. So I think it definitely helped being like having that busy kind of atmosphere a little bit. Yeah. Wow, guys. Sheesh. I'm just feeling so happy for you guys. Wish we could do a group hug. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> let's bring up let's bring up something um not negative, but let's bring up something that is different, is off the path that we've been on, which is the joys of this relationship. So I can't recall, I think this was podcast two of season two, where I talked with two of my roommates about red flags. And one of the red flags was about um, going on a break and like taking a break in your relationship. And everyone had mixed feelings. I think mostly all of us thought that's a bad idea. I've personally done it, but I would say it doesn't really count because that relationship was kind of doomed from the beginning. But anyway, um, have you guys ever taken a break? Have you ever been close to taking a break, etc.? We have never taken a break. There were times where maybe one of us was thinking that it was coming. Um, there was some really difficult parts. Was it? Was it? my freshman year or my sophomore year i think sophomore year yeah it was um there were definitely like this relationship like wasn't perfect like by all means like it's still not perfect like we still work at this like every day um but like there there were definitely times where you know we weren't on the same page where like things weren't clicking communication was just off like we would be trying to do things for each other and like it wouldn't go appreciated or you know like both ways um but we have never taken a break i personally think that taking a break is a stupid idea like if you're gonna take a break like it you might as well just end it because what are you hoping to gain by like if you're taking a break, that means like you need to get away from this person and this person should be the one you're running closest to, like arguably mm -hmm. like God and then like me going after Carly, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anything to add? Wow. Yeah, I just think that like I definitely agree, like, you know, no matter like what relationship you have, like either with with it's with friends, with family, with a significant other, like anybody. Like, I think what's great about, like, Austin and I's relationship is, like, we're really good friends, like, above all else. Like, we, we understand that, like, we are 
different people. Like we have our own interests. We have our own ways of thinking. We have like our own way of doing things. I know sometimes he probably wants to kill me because I'm very particular about a lot of things that I do. Can't be in the kitchen with me. <laughs> Can't be in the kitchen with me. <laughs> She's too bossy. I am bossy. <laughs> but uh, I think that there's definitely been instances where we've like had to sit down and like have conversations and they're not easy conversations by any means. I'm very yeah. stubborn. I can be very difficult sometimes. And like, God bless him for being an incredible, kind, amazing listener. <laughs> and he just, really is. He really is. He's such a good listener and he gives such good feedback. And he just like really is not afraid to like tell me how he feels and like what he thinks. And like, I think that's something that's like really important in our relationship too. Cause like anytime we've had a point where we've been like, well, crap, like, is this working out? We've always sat down and talked about it. And I think that's like something that's so important in relationships is like, even if you're so like hot headed, flaming mad at someone, like you need to sit down and have a conversation. Like there's times where Carly's like, I want to fight you. And I'm like, I don't want to fight you. Like, I want to work this out. Like, let's just figure it out. <laughs> and like, I'm sure some people can like attest to that. Sometimes you're just mad and you just want to get, like, need an outlet for anger. And like, sometimes that's because of me. Sometimes it's because of other things. But like, you know, like there's a, there are very clear times where like, I need to take like the offensive and there's very clear times where I just need to sit back and listen and, you know, really take in what she's saying and, I think that's why we've been able to be together for so long is because, you know, at the end of the day, we both love each other and we're trying to hear each other out and just like understand where we're coming from and just. We both want what's best for each other. Yeah. And if, if like, if there would ever be a time where like, I would think that like, maybe like there was something in our relationship that like, wasn't benefiting both of us again we would totally sit down and have a conversation about it first and foremost and then we'd go from there like that's something that like we've always both like put as like the utmost like importance in our relationship is just like having that communication between each other yeah so the question no we've never taken a no break. we've never taken a break <laughs> <laughs> no we haven't really thought about it either <laughs> I think that that's really funny that that naturally just got brought up because the last in-depth podcast we did, um, Ben and I were like kind of picking Austin's brain of, you know, how do you make things work, whatever. And that was what Austin said. He was like, listening and communication. He was like, that's probably a bad answer. I don't know. And I was like, not really, because I think that when you overcomplicate it, that's when things just get really confusing. But if you just keep it to those two basic things, I think all the other stuff kind of naturally um, like flows out of that. So I think that makes a lot of sense. And you guys have a lot of clout that I'm like, yeah, that for sure has to add up because you guys are still together after a long time. Um, but I think that's also, I don't know. I think I've definitely been guilty of when people post, and this also is certain people from my high school who I just feel like, how are you guys still together? Like you guys are just different. But sometimes I look at people who are still dating after six, seven years, 
and I'm like oh my gosh your relationship has to be so boring like how are you still dating this person whatever but then I think to myself and this came to me as you guys were talking if you just listen to the person and just be a full-on listener and a clear communicator and like you said about Austin be honest about how you're feeling about what someone said that's pretty interesting like you're never going to get bored with that I think if you're just honestly enjoying being together and being present in your relationship basically so I'm kind of you know condemning myself there in a way because I think I've always thought that and I've always kind of waited for Austin to say something like that and that's just the very cynical part of me and (laughs) he's never even like hinted at anything like that which I think is so cool and I think my my preconceived notions are just you know shattered in this moment and I'm really happy about it (laughs) we um I remember I kind of like got upset with Carly because when Carly and I do stuff like I'm usually the one that's like picking what we do and I was like there has to be something you want to do like (laughs) please pick something like I've planned so many dates, like, just throw me a bone here. And she was just like, I just want to be with you. Like, I just want to hang out and just do something. And I'm like, oh my gosh, girl, just pick something that you want to do. Like, that's like one of the silly fights that we got in, like, over the years. And it's just like, if you truly, like, love the other person, like, you're gonna make compromises to, like, do what that person wants to do. For example, like, Every time we have a movie night, now we have, like, a strict, like, you pick this time, I'll pick next time, like, thing. You know, I think I do a pretty good job of picking movies. You know, Carly, you know, still working on it a little bit. But, (laughs) (laughs) no, we have have some different taste. She picked a chick flick. I was going to say. It's okay. As as she should, Austin, your horizons need to be open. Exactly. (laughs) like, embrace it. Yes, he's always like, yeah, the other weekend I saw this absolutely bizarre movie, and I'm sitting here like, please don't go into a description about it, because nobody else is going to watch this movie that you're describing. Okay, Tenet is a good movie, it's in theaters, it's Christopher Nolan, same director as Interstellar and Inception, pretty, pretty reputable guy. That's not the one I was talking about. It was like a different one that you have watched on your own time. It was like something Sherlock Holmes. I don't know. Oh, that was Carly's pick for her movie. That was probably my pick. (laughs) No, I don't. Like, it was like not, it wasn't actually Sherlock Holmes, but it was something like just in a similar vein. I don't know. You described it very weird. And I was sitting on the other end of the podcast like, oh my gosh, do I need to cut this (laughs) out? If anybody ever wants to talk movies with me, at Austin Jacobs 4 on Instagram, we'd love to talk. Big movie guy. Uh, if you want to talk about boring movies, at Put a Cork in it Official, talk to Monica. <laughs> so annoying. Um, oh, I think that's also something that I think is true of girls, is that they're always like, I don't know, whatever you want to do. No, and I totally movies. agree. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is either. We can't decide what we want to watch. We can't decide what we want to eat. We can't decide where we want to go. Like, Mm -mm. there's just no, there's no in between. You don't know what you want, but you definitely know what you don't want. I definitely do. Yes, It's like, I'll make suggestions. It's like, absolutely not that. Yeah, (laughs) there is that. 
that does happen. Which, you know, At least I, I, know guess, that. I guess it's like, hey, all right, not that. Good, good call. <laughs> <laughs> That's so real. I can, whenever I'm deciding to eat food with someone, I'm like, well, let's go through what I don't want. Because that, that's what I know for sure. So you got to start somewhere. So I'm glad that Carly and I can agree on that. I think women around the world can agree on that. Not saying that we have a lot of like around the world followers. We do. We do have some listeners in Australia. So shout out to those listeners. Um, Down under. I'm thankful for you. Um, okay. This is so, this is a little bit random. But when I was thinking about what I wanted to ask you guys, it's kind of a selfish question, actually, but it's my podcast, so whatever. Um, here's my question. I was on vacation with my family right before I moved to North Carolina, um, and we were in, like, a town, like, three hours away from where I live in Raleigh now, and we're walking on the beach, and it's me and my sister, and she's like, well, Monica, I think you need to get on a dating app, and I was like, okay, like, what like absolutely no one my sister like why did you say that (laughs) so I'm like what do you mean like I'm not trying to make excuses but I'm 22 years old I think I'm okay (laughs) I feel like that's for when you're like 35 40 I don't know and she goes no no it's not because you're doing anything wrong I just don't think people are like really actually going on physical dates like one because of COVID but also just in general people are just not meeting through mutual friends anymore. That's just not a thing. And so I really want to know your guys' opinion about it. Not because you guys are necessarily extraordinary daters as you have not been in the dating scene in quite, quite a minute. Um, it's been a while. But <laughs> It's been a while. But more just like from your perspective of watching friends date and just, I don't know, noticing about the world. Do you think that people like you guys can be set up by other people or do you think it's going to be more common that you have to download Bumble, Hinge, Tinder, I don't even know what else is out there, um, to figure that situation out. Just wanting to get your guys' thoughts. I have some clear thoughts about this, but I want you to go first. You want me to go first? Yeah. I have not known a single person who's had a successful relationship out of a dating app. I know people who've had like successful dates and, like, who've, like, met people through, like, Hinge and, like, through, through, like, uh, like, Tinder and, like, stuff like that, but, like, no one who's, like, really, like, I cannot think of a single person that I know who's, like, still, like, actively using a dating app right now. I can say that, like, I've had friends who've, like, definitely had those, like, successful dates, but, like, in my opinion, like, I think for, like, college kids, especially in, like, younger, like, generations, like, a lot of our life is so online right now that, like, even just during COVID, that, like, finding people to talk to and, like, finding people that you're compatible with is, like, done a lot through, like, mainstream media and, like, social media and, like, stuff like that. Like, I can tell you I'm friends with so many people on Facebook and Instagram that like I'm not really friends with, but I'm mostly friends with through like mutual friends. So I feel like that's a way that people like meet is like through those mutual, excuse me, mutual like social media, things like that. But like, I honestly, I don't really know people who've like had successful relationships out of that. So here, here's my view on that. 
Um, oh boy. Dating. I, I, I like to think that people are in dating in hopes of finding like a life partner, someone to get married to, um, that sort of thing. Like we've had this discussion where there's dating to like, just date and have fun. But like at the end of the day, like, I hope that you're dating to find someone to, you know, get married and then have children with, if that's what you want to do. My problem with dating apps is they make you select interests and pair you on interests instead of like values because values are way more important in being compatible with someone long-term, especially when it comes time to like raising children. Um, like, like it could be very difficult for, you know, someone who is like, is very like strong opinions on one thing for and want their children to have those same opinions whereas someone's more like easy breezy like go with the flow type of thing like that could be a pressing issue like when you want to have kids so my thing is like that's why i think people can have successful dates on theirs because they pair interests up but for the most part it's not based on their values that they hold and that's really more akin to long-term relational success i would say mm -hmm. um and you know it's it's just crazy right now and I, I i still think it's possible to to meet up with with people and meet new people um obviously covid has like made that very difficult but you know you really have to take chances and like get outside your comfort zone like I know like some group of friends like go to the same restaurant every Friday to get drinks. Like they do the same thing like every week, like maybe you got to branch out, do something a little different and like mm -hmm. go into an environment that you might not be in. And then maybe you can meet new people that way. Um, it's, it's definitely more social media and like online connections versus like real life connections right now. Um, but I still think that both ways can have like their benefits but in terms of dating apps i would say that's not a sustainable uh practice to get long-term relational success not saying it's impossible but it's way more difficult it's, and yeah i would definitely agree that it would be just difficult to like find out too like I feel like when people who have like successful relationships like a lot of our friends and stuff who've like met through like mutual friends I feel like mm -hmm. that's like a really good like connection point like you have a connection right off the bat like you can talk about your mutual friendships with people and like who you know who you like have in common and like then like what some of your values and like your interests are but I feel like when you just go on like a date like right off the bat after having a text conversation or even just like a phone call like i feel like you don't really connect with that person in that way you might do so more in person when you actually go on a date but like right now in like our covid environment like everybody's doing facetime no one's really meeting up in person for things and that can definitely make it difficult too what are your yeah. thoughts on well i feel like you guys well i think carly brought up something really important is I think people are like DM, like people are being very bold and sliding into mutual friends DMs and stuff like, oh, I think you would really like Johnny. You should slide into his DMs or like vice versa. 
So I think it's more of that than dating apps for like our generation. It's just people being bold in the private messaging of mostly Instagram. Please, please, for the love of all that is good, do not slide into someone's snap DMs. I will personally come after you and just not hurt you, but just have a conversation with you. But anyway, <laughs> I think that is a very good like in between that I think is way more realistic and for some reason feels more natural. I don't really know why. Um, I would just say my overall vibes on dating apps is like prefer not to use one. I prefer to be able to say like, oh yeah, Carly and Austin told me to meet this one guy and you know, now we're dating. You know, it's just like a better story to tell. Um, so I don't really know. I think I have mixed reviews because part of me could be, you know, coming back to you guys and whatever a couple of years and be like hey i got on hinge and now i have 18 now, now, you're, you're, now you're cuffed up man. <laughs> cuffed up okay so we're gonna round out okay also something that came to mind that i have to add is because people are facetiming and not meeting in person people have to be lying about their height there are so many short guys right now who are winning don't you think Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and as they should, you know, they deserve their time, but that just came to mind. Like, there you go. Anyway. Um, okay, we're going to end our time. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> Being sure is fine. I'm just more on the taller end, so I'm just not Everyone really a taller guy person. <laughs> That's true, Short guys need pretty. love, too. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> okay, so we are transitioning out of roasting people for their heights, and we are going to go into what is your favorite thing, slash, what have you been loving lately? Um, as usual, Carly, we will give you the privilege of going last so that you have the most time to think. Um, this is just like a habit of food, hobby, you know, if you recently brought up knitting um that would be fine um austin do you want me to go first or do you want to go first you can go first okay something i've been loving lately is figuring out what restaurants i can drink black coffee at because some people just have the crappiest coffee you can't do it but lately i've just been every time i go to a coffee shop that i normally get a latte or something i'm like let's see if their coffee is good enough for me to sh drink it straight up, because then also it's a cheaper option for me as well. And so, so far it's been going great. I've really enjoyed it. I don't think my teeth are really appreciating it. Like, I was talking to this girl who never drinks coffee, beautiful, pearly white teeth. So, I mean, partly I'm thinking of giving it up, but probably won't. So that's what I've been loving lately, is figuring out the best black coffee in the greater Raleigh area. <laughs> so far, what is the greatest black coffee in the greater Raleigh area? Um, it is this coffee shop called Sola, and it's about 15 minutes away from me. I've only ever had it once, but it was a magical moment for me. Like, I just am not a black coffee girl, but here I was just enjoying every sip of it. So that's, that's that. I have been loving my record player lately. Um, I just got the album Legend, which is Bob Marley's greatest hits on vinyl. 
um, broke out the record player today or today this week and I've just been playing a bunch of my records um, the Eagles you know some Billy Joel um, even mm. have some modern ones like 21 Pilots um, Walk the Moon is really good so that's been something I've been loving lately if you're a vinyl head you know feel free to hit me up ask me any questions pretty cool stuff <laughs> Oh, I love that. I feel like that's very alternative, trendy of you. Super hipster of me, but it's fine. Oh, gosh. All right. Anywho, Carly, hit us with it. Okay. Something I've been loving lately. This is kind of like a, a moment, I guess. Um, my mornings are like the favorite, my like favorite part of my day because I've been getting really into oatmeal right now. <laughs> Me too. Me Believe too. it, which is such like a weird thing to say because I I hated oatmeal like for so long. And I thought, you know what? I just want something like warm in the morning. Like I'm a big cereal girl. I love eating cereal for breakfast, but I was like, I just need like something to go with my coffee. And so like every morning now, I wake up, I make myself my oatmeal. I've been like spicing it up, like adding fruit and stuff to it now. Even some pumpkin spice. Some pumpkin spice for this like October vibe that we got. And I just love sitting in my little apartment with my cup of coffee and my bowl of oatmeal and just like taking my morning super slow. It's such a good vibe. <laughs> so what time, what time are you waking up in the morning? to have more of a slow morning because <laughs> I'm realizing I need to start waking up earlier in order to really actually have a slow morning and it's something <laughs> I've learned I value so I'm curious as to are you waking up at the crack of dawn or what well right now I am waking up at 7 a.m for practice so my breakfast now occurs at like 10 or 11 <laughs> But the, the nice thing is, is I don't have um, class until like the afternoons usually. So like my morning is like from like 11 to like 1230 now. It used to be like 839 and then I just mess around until like lunchtime and then actually do like work <laughs> and stuff. Um, but now it's like a good like little post-practice mid-morning vibe that I got going on. I love that. I totally picture you just having your moment with your oatmeal. And I, I love that for you. I really do. It's, um, <laughs> I mean, there's so many fun things you can do to jazz up oatmeal that I've never even thought about. That is my thing that I'm also doing right now is trying to figure out, okay, what can I add to this? That's actually going to make it taste good, first of all, but then also make it look yes. good. Because I feel like I need to start sharing my oatmeal with the world now. So Oh, look out for no, <laughs> I support a side hustle more than I support a lot of other things. So I'm into it. I think <laughs> the best combo I've discovered is oatmeal, plain oatmeal, um, bananas, peanut butter, and cinnamon. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> if you are yeah. looking for a little bit extra sweetness, add mini chocolate chips too. Oh my gosh, that's exactly what I need. I'm like so excited to wake up tomorrow. I mean, uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I think I speak for everyone when 
I just feel very filled up by this podcast. I, I say I feel similarly to when we left Ivan in this place of just good vibes, you know, just like an ooey gooey cookie. That's kind of how I feel right now. Um, and I just think you guys are great. And if I start dating someone, I feel like I need your guys' approval. That's just how I feel after all of this. We'll be there to give it we or will. deny you. Or deny. <laughs> Tell it to you straight, you. straight up. Communication. Yeah. On communication. <laughs> That's what we need. I mean, I'm not worried about Austin giving it to me straight. That's sure. <laughs> um, Okay, well, guys, we're really excited to share this with you. And we're also excited to keep the journey. You know, we got more Shooting the Breeze episodes coming up. Um, and we have an exciting guest for next week. So I'm just loving it. You know, it's for the brand and the brand is going well. And the support you guys have been giving is excellent. So please keep following for the Corkinet official. Keep listening. Keep DMing us. And, you know, you can DM um, Austin about movies if you want to. Also, we'll be tagging Carly. So if you would like to DM her about something, you are also allowed to. But maybe men don't. That would be weird. So, um... <laughs> We, we love you guys and we're thankful that you're listening thank you austin carly and we will catch you guys next week see you guys thank you thank you